Hi, everyone. It feels weird to be podcasting about a Grey's Anatomy season finale that mirrors so much of the current day. This finale aired on May 20th, 2010, and nine years later, and it doesn't feel like we've come any farther. We'd like to start this episode by honoring those who've been affected in the recent mass shootings, the Garlic Festival in California, Dayton, Ohio, and El Paso, Texas. We realize that you are coming to this podcast for Grey's Anatomy content, we feel compelled to also share that watching this finale is way too realistic because of what is going on in our world today. We go to Grey's to escape from a lot of things, but this hits way too close to home. An episode about a shooter in a safe place, a hospital, should not feel this way. We encourage you to critically think about this issue and find a way to get involved, whether that be contacting your representative, talking with family and friends, or educating yourself on current gun laws and legislation. If recent events may have affected you, this episode may be triggering. This episode includes discussion of shooting, gun violence, and victims of gun violence. On call room. We are a Grey's Anatomy podcast. We're deep diving every episode of Grey's starting in season one, and we are currently in season six, the finale. And it is a heavy one. It's tonight. a super heavy one. Um, as always, this is a spoiler episode. Um, so we will be talking about the whole, like everything in general. We're not gonna like we'll talk about things that have already happened. So if you've not watched beyond this, just be warned. Um um, before we get into the episode, um, there are a couple things that we always like to tell you. If you want to support the podcast, um, you can do so at Patreon, www.patreon.com slash the on call room. Um, there are different levels there. You can be an intern, resident, or attending, and you get different rewards, um, $2, $5, or $10. Every little bit helps. So if you're like, oh, well, I can't do $10, $2 is great. Yeah. It's super helpful. Um, that is how we provide um, better and more quality content. We are talking tonight about ordering some things so you don't hear some trucks in the background of yeah, our recording. If you are going to be sad about the motorcycle sounds being gone. Maybe don't donate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but you can do that on patreon.com slash the on call room. We don't have a host this week, but we did last week. So if you are into that, make sure you become a patron. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should also, we tell them about what, what the bonus episode is going to be? I think we should. Okay. So if you, like this $5. is. $5. It's yeah. only cost $5. Yeah, $5 a month. And you can get, we recorded ourselves watching this two-part season finale. So what you would do is you'd put in headphones, plug it into your phone or whatever, press play on the podcast, and then also press play on the episode on a TV or whatever you watch it on. And you can hear our thoughts live time. Live time? Sure. As they're happening in the actual episode. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of, oh, Jesus, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's some moments of like where we're not talking, which is why it would be weird to listen to without watching the episode. But we really think it would be a fun way for you to hear us react. And we kind of just talk about certain things during the episode. So yeah. $5 a month, we'll get you that. Plus, I think there's like over 15 other bonus episodes now. We've been doing this for over a year. So uh, $5 a month gets you that. We would love to have you be a part of our community. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can also <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram at the on-call room pod. It's mm-hmm. great. And um, please rate and review us on iTunes, uh, five scalpels only. Thank you to everyone who's already done that. Thanks to all our patrons. And thanks you guys for supporting us through season six. Holy shit. We're, Can't believe it. I like want to say halfway 
I know it's not true. But it feels It like feels it. close. Yeah. It feels very close. So it's been a ride, guys. And um, make sure you also, one last way that you can support us is going to iTunes and leaving us a re- You already said that. I did. You but that's okay. That. Just say it again. Wow. Yeah. It's like my brain. It's 7,000 degrees in here. And I have this computer on top of my lap, which <laughs> why I have that. I'm going to move that. I have no idea. Um, and our pants on, too. Everything doesn't make sense right No, it's now. very warm. We're drinking rosé. Yeah. Everything's great. Um, so, I mean, I don't really have any announcement. I just feel like this episode is so heavy that I feel like talking about, like, life and Coast Guard Festival and shit just doesn't go with what this episode was. And so I feel comfortable just getting into it. I do, too. I think we're going to do a little more freeform. Yeah. We didn't take notes because we watched it together, but we have some ideas of what we want to talk about. So let's just go in. Yeah. So let's do the monologues, though, first. Yeah. Let's read monologues. Brie, you've got the first one. This is episode 23 and 24. So this was a Mm -hmm. two-parter, and I'm pretty sure that it aired the same night. Yes. Yeah, but it Also, was, the second one, though, I just saw had three million more viewers than the first interesting. one. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, this one, the episode 23 is called Sanctuary. Um, this is the monologue. Mon- this is the <laughs> monologue by Meredith Grey. Um, okay. For mo- And I just want to say before I read this that, like, I remember this monologue. Oh, yeah. And it really... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For most people, a hospital is a scary place, a hostile place, a place where bad things happen. Most people would prefer church or school or home, but I grew up here. While my mom was on rounds, I learned to read in the OR gallery. I played in the morgue. I colored with crayons on old ER charts. The hospital was my church, my school, my home. The hospital was my safe place, my sanctuary. I love it here. Correction, I loved it here. Also, it's, like, such a hard monologue because she's, like, so happy about she got her pregnancy test. Like, it's just rough. Uh, Second one is by Derek, which it starts after he's been shot. Um, And it says, the human life is made up of choices, yes or no, in or out, up or down. And then there are the choices that matter. To love or hate, to be a hero or to be a coward, to fight or to give in, to live or die, live or die. That's the important choice, and it's not always in our hands. Yes or no, in or out, up or down, live or die, hero or coward, fight or give in. I'll say it again to make sure you hear me. The human life is made up of choices, live or die. That's the most important choice, and it's not always in our hands. He says that at the end. Yeah. Okay. So this is the shooting episode, everyone. <laughs> um, we gave, once again, I will say it one more time, we gave a trigger warning at the yeah. beginning of the episode. If you don't want to listen to shit about gun violence, probably don't. Just skip this episode. Yeah, we won't be I don't think episode. there's going to be really much funny shit in this. So. No, it's, it's so weird, too. So we were watching it, and it's insane because eight minutes in is when Reed gets shot. Right. It's like, and this and is- And we knew that because we had a technical difficulty. <laughs> At eight minutes and 37 yeah. seconds. So that's when it happens. Yeah. But it's just crazy that like, I when we talk about like good television and like we rated this one as our number one finale. Right. I think it's because sometimes I feel like in Grey's they save everything until the last minute. Mm-hmm. And this one felt like right, it was, it was packed from the time going on. Even like this last season, 15 or 16, whatever yeah. just happened. Like the thing with Meredith in jail doesn't happen until the last two minutes of the show. Right. And so we know that like, I mean, we start the fucking episode with Meredith finding out she's pregnant. 
And, and she's so happy. She's so happy. I love Christina's response. What a good, like, I love the, there's like a meme out there that like, I forget that people are like choosing to get pregnant at this age. You know, like yeah, we're yeah. like, we think that it's always it. Oh, I still no. feel like you're 16 years old and you accidentally got pregnant. Right. But no, people are like planning now. Yeah, she's and, like, what? how are we feeling? Yeah, like, are you like, um, um, <laughs> practicing your right, right to choose, choose <laughs> or are we happy about this? And like, they hug and. She says this feels very adult. Yes. So it's like this really, but even like you can just. The, just the tone of the beginning of the... Well, correction, used to love it here. The tone of the episode, even in the beginning, is like, shit's not good. It's ominous. Yeah. Also, And we, are, we see Gary Clark pretty early on. We are now at 8 minutes and 37 seconds. See, that's how fast the action well, started. Well, but we see Gary Clark... <laughs> no, we see Gary Clark in the monologue. Yeah. He walked... We both, like, gasped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, too, it's just such a interesting like writing choice in the way the finale is because we don't see Meredith this like giddy and happy mm-hmm. about like normal things very right. often and this one like she's just so it almost feels not out of character but just like you're like wow Meredith's in a good place well and it's like she real like she thinks like oh I'm not this like barren woman I like right she's like I could be a mom Christina yeah like and Christina's happy for her mm-hmm. and yeah, she's going to tell Derek, but he's in a mood. Yeah. Which, why is he in a mood again? I don't know, because he's chief. Because he's chief and he's hating it. Yeah, yeah. Which, another reason to hate it. Right. And so, um, also, before all a lot of the action starts, I think it's important to note that Christina um, is asked to scrub in with Teddy and Owen, and she doesn't, she's like, I'm good, thanks. And Owen comes No, out. at that first part, she gets paged and Teddy needs her to do her post-ops. Right, right. But then once they're in surgery... Oh, later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right after that, she gets... And she... This is, like, before all the shooting happens. And um, Owen comes out, like, takes his gloves off and comes out. And she says, like, who's it going to be? Right. And he can't make a choice. Yep. And so for her, she's like, I'm done. So, like, the episode starts with, like, Mare is in this, like, high point. Christina is at a low point. Well, yeah, and Christina and Callie are crying over their cereal. Oh, such a good scene. Uh, great scene. Love it. You stop crying. Yeah, you stop crying. <laughs> such, like, good roommate friendship when you're both in a breakup and, like... Their cycles are definitely Feeding synced. off of each other. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> are ours synced? I think so. I think I'm a week behind you. Well, I'm on my period right now, and you I've said got, you need to get yours. I'm in the crying stage. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I cried during my period, too, so. You're welcome, Where everyone. are you guys at in your, <laughs> yeah, in your, your cycle? cycle. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to—should we just go into, like, each— each victim, sort of. Yeah. Vic- main character victims. There's, like, a security guard, a couple nurses. Nurses, yeah. That but don't these, get screen time. Right. But we're just going to talk about. Yeah. So let's start with Reed. Yeah. So Gary Clark is looking. His whole thing is he's asking people, and even before he sees Reed, he's right. asking people, how do I get to the chief's office? He's very confused. He asks Krev first, and Krev's like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> and so then he asks Reed. And she's, she's in, like, a supply closet. And he goes into the supply closet, which I would feel threatened. Right. And I would be a dick. Yeah. So, like, I was actually saying, I forget she gets shot that fast, that, like, to Bree in that moment, that, like, Reed is rude to him, but I don't think I would have acted any differently. I'd right. be like, excuse me, sir, why are you in here? Like, I don't know. I'm busy right now. Like, yes. I can't help you with that. So, and then just point blank. Point blank. Shoots her. Yeah. First, Right in, in between the eyes. 
And like in a closet where the sound might have not. So like, yeah. Yeah. And then like the, if you guys watch Grey's with subtitles on, it said blood gushing. Yes. Or rushing or something. It's like, oh, okay. It's a lot. Yeah. Well, and then, so the person that finds her, which I still, I did, again, I've, I think I've only seen that twice. So this yeah. is my third time watching, but April comes in and I feel like in this season, April is still like, she doesn't, and we'll talk about her speech in a second, but like, she doesn't know who she is yet. She's like unsure and she looks like frazzled to begin with. She trips and falls on the blood and like smashes her nose and kind of starts crying, which like you think it's like when you're having a bad day. And yeah. You're just like, oh, like why like, me? Why did I trip over this something that's in the supply closet? Right. And then not my fucking best friend. Right. And I guess you said you knew it too, but like I forgot that they were best friends, like that that's her friend. Yeah. And yeah, she's literally like laying in a pool of her blood. Before that happens, though, Karev comes in and is like, yo, dude, and Karev gets shot. Oh, my God. So sorry. Yeah. yeah so I was Karev, focusing on Reed. No, no, that's fine. So Reed gets shot, comes in, and is like, what's going on? And then Karev puts his arm up. Yeah. Gets shot. That's what I'm going to do. What? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then gets himself into an elevator. Yeah. He, like, shimmies. Reed, Reed had no cho- or chance. Oh, not and, at like, all. She's- but Reed's story kind of, well, not doesn't end, but, like, with April finding her... And April goes to find Derek, which is the saddest scene. Like, yeah. she, I love that. I, I appreciate, again, when, like, Derek is in good Derek mode, but he's like, okay, you're in shock. Mm-hmm. And she's talking about, like, how she has killed pigs at her dad's farm. And, and there's a lot, a lot of, of blood. blood. And she's not she's not scared of blood. Yeah. But when it's your best friend's blood and you don't think they have that and much. I, I love Derek's face in yes. that because he's, he's like, his, yeah, and his eyes are going, like, kind of back and forth and looking at her, like, trying to process, like, okay, she's in shock. And he mm-hmm. says that, April, you're in shock. But, like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, he doesn't even realize she's been, sh- like... Yeah. She might think it's surgery or something. Yeah, because it's something is not... good. Like, he can tell there is something very bad going on in this hospital, but I have no idea what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> right. And then said, Reed's been shot. Mm-hmm. And so now the chief of surgery knows. Now the chief knows. Which is important. Yes. And um, he tells her to stay there, stay put. He's going to go out, which is not a smart idea. But And then he calls the security, and they don't know what to do. And I, I find that interesting. I wonder now. How Like, maybe nine years ago, like, chief of security maybe not, wouldn't. But a chief, I feel like chief of security should know what right. protocol is. Right. Maybe not. I don't know. It's just sad that you have to have protocol for that. Yeah, yeah. And and then Derek's, like, looking in a book, and he's like, yeah. oh, it's a lockdown. Um, right. And so they, like, call that, and he tells April to stay put, and he goes and leaves. Yes. Um, we'll bring up Reed again when we talk about Percy. Um, but let's talk about the order of a habit. So Alex would okay. be the next. Right. So, so Alex gets shot, somehow shimmies himself to an elevator yep. with no one seeing him, which is smart of him to get in the elevator, because it's like kind of a safe place. Yeah, but also they end up turning off the elevator. Oh, shit, so thank you're right. God he got out of that Before elevator. Before that happened. Yeah, he would have died in there. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah. So um so then before he's found, Mark and Lexi are on a floor where Gary Clark comes out and shoots a nurse. Um and Mark, it's it's a really like so we remember the last episode, Mark declares his love for Lexi, which Lexi's confused. I was telling Bree in the middle of this that I really like that Mark is past the point now. Now that he's, like, said that he loves her, he has no filter and doesn't really care anymore. And he's just kind of like, hi, I miss you. Yes. <laughs> um, and he's like, so this thing with Karev, is it serious or not? There's gunshots. He, like, 
puts his arm around her and is not cons- it's sad to me in moments of that chaos because no one is everyone's it's fight for yourself mm-hmm. like I mean Mark is fighting for Lexi I guess but everyone just like disperses disperses yeah and he has his arm around her and they try to get in the elevator and fucking Karev and there's Karev yeah um so they take him into like an office yeah almost like a conference, conference room, room and they yeah. put him up on the table and I guess she goes and gets as much supplies as she can right right um but he's not doing great and I was but he is awake yeah. what I always I, I find interesting too is like and this probably happens with patients but like um, Owen was passed out at one point. We'll get to that. And then, like, Karev was passed out. Once, do you, like, do they come to at some point? I have to think your adrenaline does stuff. And, like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, so you get him out of the elevator and then he comes to or yeah, something. Probably. Or you start getting, like, fluids in him or I something. I would really hope I just stay out of it, but I know that's not a good sign. Right. Right. That would suck because they're telling you, like, stay awake. And, and you're, you're like, like but I'm it hurts. so much pain. <laughs> Yeah. It feels better to fall asleep. Yeah. Um, but he, or Lexi's trying to help him. The worst is he's, like, screaming in pain because they're having to put in a chest tube while he's awake. And Lexi, like, has to shove his mouth with gauze. gauze. Oh. That'd be so hard crying. to do to someone. Yeah. And she's, like, loving him. Yeah. And, and, like, Mark is watching Lexi love. It's just this very weird triangle going it's on. It's super weird. And gets even weirder when he, like... Well, Lexi... Should we talk about Lexi going out of the... Maybe should we go in chronological Okay, order? sure. It's, I'm going to get I'm gonna get lost. Well, then you we can guide talk. me. <laughs> then let's talk about... Yeah, so Lexi, at one point, has to go out and get more supplies, right? She had, right. like, pillows. Yeah, she was, like, pushing that cart. Yeah, and, and she's, she's scary. Yeah, standing right there who says that he, like, she was on his list because she is the one that physically unplugged the machines. Right. Um, I was saying to Brie that it feels like of all the people you'd want to meet, like, Lexi is... The one. Yeah, because she has, like, empathy and I felt like could have done it, but he was going to shoot her. Yes. Which this is the only logistical part I will, like, sort of bitch about is that that SWAT team guy shot him and then they disappeared and lost him again. Like, I feel like you shoot them, you run in... And you... And you take care of it. You're wearing a fucking gun. You take it down. But it's television. Right. Because Abby was like, wait, shouldn't he be done? And I was like, well, we still have a full episode. Because that started in episode two. In the beginning, I was like, we have a full episode to get through. Yeah. So Lexi hides behind the car and makes it back and is just a wreck. Um, What did you feel? How were your thoughts about him calling for Izzy? So sad. Because he just signed the divorce papers. Right. And so it's very obvious. And remember in the previous episode, he was like, if you quack like a duck, you become a duck. So he's trying to love Lexi. Right. But he loves Izzy still. Yeah, even though she's terrible to him. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he's like saying like, oh, you came back. Mm -hmm. Which I did start the episode when they're making out and she falls out of the bed by saying, oh, I thought that was Izzy because her hair. So. Yeah. So maybe he has a. He has a thing for blondes. He has a type. Yeah, for sure. Ooh, would I be his type? Maybe. I have short hair now. You would be his type. Maybe. You're, yeah. I have a fat ass. <laughs> he likes that. Yeah. He said that I'm in saying. the last episode. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you, yeah, I might be his type. I'm blonde and I have a fat ass, so. Oh, wow. What a, what a thing to... And I don't mean... I'm not putting myself down. No, guys. it's a beautiful <laughs> ass. Um, there's the only joy you'll get. Yeah, in this, <laughs> this whole episode. episode. Um, yeah, so anyways, they... He, like, kind of almost dies, and then the SWAT team comes in. Yeah, and clears that floor. And Mark is just longingly looking at both of them, being like, what the fuck? Yes. What poor timing this is. <laughs> but I do, like, appreciate that, like, 
Mark, not that Mark wouldn't help Alex. Yeah. I don't know, but just that I think Mark did, was like good in oh, the yeah. situation. Oh yeah, pushed all personal things aside. Yeah, and like Lexi, you gotta go, or Lexi, you gotta yeah. get him quiet. Like all I, these- I love that he said when Karev is like, you're like you're not killing me, are you? And he's like, I'm doing my best. Or, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, and then Karev talking about how you need to eat more bacon <laughs> and have more sex. I'm like, that is truth gold right there. Yeah, if that's what someone tells you when they're dying, that makes me feel like I really should take heart. Yeah. I should have more sex and I should eat more bacon. Yeah. I'm craving bacon. Right this moment. And sex. Not even like in a sandwich. Just bacon. Just bacon. (laughs) John made bacon the other day though and I came home at like one at lunch. It still smelled like it. It smelled so bad in this house. Just (laughs) like pigs. Like April had slaughtered a pig in here. (laughs) That's what it smelled like. Apologize. Trigger warning to our vegans. Yes. (laughs) So very sorry. Um, Okay. But we have bigger... Fish to fry beans yes. in this episode. So then, to sum Alex up, he gets he does get out, goes to the hospital. Teddy and Pink Scrubs saves him. Yeah, I think they're red. Why did they change her scrubs? That's color? what I wondered. It's not like she was like bloody, and her hair was down and gorgeous. Yeah, she looked, I, it looked like Addison. Like like yeah, it did. Like, you know yeah. So, um, okay. What's the next uh, plot? Charles. Okay, okay. Uh, so Mandy Moore. <laughs> Emmy, made her debut. Emmy nominated Mandy <laughs> yeah. Moore. Um, she is Mary Portman or something. Her name's Mary. Who has a poop bag. Yeah, and she's getting a colostomy reversal that yep. day. She's but got, then her blood, something's messed up. She's got a husband with a hot ass. Yep, and he goes to get... Abby, if you listen to the bonus episode, Abby keeps calling it a pepperoni sandwich. It's a pizza. So she, Which is also a pepperoni yeah, sandwich. She's a little confused. She says that. pepperoni ham... And, and sausage, sausage, which is a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great sandwich. Oh, that's good. Um, so he leaves and obviously gets locked out of the hospital in the lockdown. Yes. And also, though, it's just like if you have the pizza, you get the like the pre-surgery enema prep. Yeah. She's like totally worth it. And as someone who's had an enema. You don't think it's worth it? I'm like. I don't think that's worth it. You're not that hungry that like, yeah. It's worth like I feel like you could. They would allow her to eat something healthier than a pizza. Yeah. Unless she, if she had to eat, regardless, would have to get an enema. Then I would say like eat Chew a pizza. something. Yeah. 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 Um. So the shooter is on their floor, and Bailey is in the room with Mary, and they like see him shoot someone, and then Percy just comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, which like. Well, no, it would have been the same way. Actually, Bailey probably might would have died if Percy hadn't come in and had what happened. So she tells Mary, puts her under the blanket, and says, play dead. Bailey goes under the bed. and That's what she got her nomination for. <laughs> for playing That's dead. That's what Abby said. <laughs> I believed her for a second. I was like, wait, did she get nominated for this? She should have. Yeah. And Percy goes in the bathroom. Gary comes in. He, he pulls the sheet on Mary first and is like, Taken aback, distraught. Yeah. Oh God, this is too much, too mm-hmm. much. Um, reminds him of Allison, his wife. Goes in the bathroom, finds Charles, asks if he's a surgeon. He says yes. You hear a gunshot. Oh, it's like the worst scene. And then you see Percy fall and like yes. Oh, and oh, Bailey looking at him under the bed. Which like we'll talk about this in our shocking moments. But Bailey's under the bed. Percy doesn't like say anything to her, but like looks at her. Yeah. And then Bailey gets fucking pulled out from under that bed. It's, but once you like the camera pans up, you realize how did he not see her under the bed to be? Yeah, it's like a yeah, high rise bed. Yeah. As soon as you walk in, yeah, you would have seen her. Yeah, he's he, distraught. Whatever. 
Yeah. Um, logistics, it doesn't matter. It ask, makes for good television. Yeah, ask Bailey if she's a surgeon. She's learned now what not to say. Mm-hmm. She says, no, she's a nurse. And he says, I'm sorry for the trouble. Because how is Percy to know? Right, yeah, how do you know? Like, are you a surgeon? Maybe if you were, you wouldn't get shot. You know? It's also you had a 50-50 so sad because Percy's like not even a, a full-fledged surgeon yeah. yet. Like, yeah. you know, I would have been like, I'm a student. I would have looked for a weird answer. Yeah, I, I don't know. No, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I would. But yeah, it's, it's no so sad. Um, so Gary leaves and Bailey is left to clean up such a Gary's mess. Gary's fucking mess. Yeah. Yeah, like, literally, sorry for the trouble. Yeah. So, like, Percy's dying. Mary's distraught. She has a colostomy bag. And Bailey and has to fucking pull it together. And I feel like we forget sometimes when, like, Bailey deals with anxiety and stuff now, like, this what is What she why. went through. Yeah. yeah. I thought Ben Warren was in this episode. No, see, and I, I reminded you that right. this is why... They have a breakup because he wasn't at the hospital that day. And, and he can't relate to it? And he it? can't relate. Okay. Or she feels like he can't relate. Right. Well, And I mean, he can't. Right, right, right. He wants to be there for her, but she's like, you can't. Right. Like, we all went through this and you... Weren't there. You were on vacation that day or Interesting whatever. that then he chooses a career in trauma. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. takes that route. But, um, yeah, so I don't even know what to say about it other than that... If anyone's walking me to the other side, I would like it to be Bailey. Yes. I appreciate her, like, outbursts where she, like, loses it, like, and the elevators don't work, and, like, she realizes she can't do anything. And then that scene where she pulls herself together, that's, like, Broadway-esque. Like, where they, like, she moves to the side. Like, you see a whole change in her body. Like, yes. she goes from stress to, like, pulled together. I wonder, did she, did she, she should have been nominated for this episode. Yeah, that was, like, it was really brilliant acting because she had to go from, like, Super anxious and whatever, falling apart to put together and like calm. Yes. Which crazy because you're just compartmentalizing your brain so hard, like having an out of body experience. Right. So during this, you know, Percy says, like, I'm dying, I'm dying. And she says, like, you're not dying. If you're dying, I will tell you. But you're not, not, you're not dying yet. Right. Should we just finish with this storyline? And so, you know, doing everything she can and the gauze isn't holding over these ep- these two episodes. And so they're like, Bailey's like, we have to move him to the, the OR. And Mandy Moore, Mary, makes a very good point. Like, she's fucking sickly. And yeah. also, like, you're a tiny little woman. Like, right. how are we going to move him? So they drag him on a sheet and they drag him all the way to the elevators. And they don't even work. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. What? How did maybe why didn't they put him in a bed? Could they not have lifted him probably. onto the bed? Probably. Sometimes not. Jake does this thing where he goes, play dead, and he like falls on top of me to be funny. And then he's like, see if you could actually move me. And I can't. I wonder though if adrenaline <laughs> kicked in. If probably. I mean, I could drag him, but I could not lift him onto something. Yeah. I really don't think I could. Yeah. Just be, it's like one thing to be that much weight in like a kettlebell. <laughs> Right. With a handle. But, like, a body is, like, brutal. And you don't yeah. want to, like, disturb them. Right. I don't know. But, Jake, I'm always, I always feel safe because I go, play dead. And then I do it. And he can, like, throw me over his shoulders and throw me out the room. Yes, yeah, so you're so like, So I I'm feel, fine. I'll be fine. Yeah, just Jake won't be. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Um, He's about a Percy-sized human. I would say so, yeah. So, I think, like... One of the best scenes, one of the best acting scenes in these two episodes is when Bailey freaks out at the elevator. Yeah. And screaming, like, turn the elevators on. Like, you can see her thinking about it. Like, there's a hum usually. 
there's no hum. The elevators are off. Oh my God, the elevators are off. And then she off. loses her yeah, shit. Yeah, like, oh fuck. This. And when she goes, oh damn it. Like, <laughs> yeah. that is so. And then she pulls herself together again. It's so. Br- That's the scene I love. Like, when yeah. she, like, steps to the side, pulls up her pants, yeah. fixes her shirt, and just, like, takes a deep breath and then goes in and she's like, well, we're going to be with him. Yeah. Oh, it's so sad. And then she she sits down, she pulls his head under her lap and she makes Mary hold his hand. hand. Yep. And then, um, and and I love too, she kept her word and she was like, he's like, I'm dying now, aren't, aren't I? Yeah. And she's like, you are. Yeah. And she kept her word. And yeah. Like didn't try and like. Sugar. And just, oh, and then when she just said, you are not alone. alone. You are not alone. Yep. So Percy's last wishes are because he has a crush on Reed and he wants Bailey to like let her know that um, that he had, he loved her. And which I was telling Brie, it really makes me sad that there, I wish they had done a little bit, there probably wasn't time, but like more character development yes. of those two so that it was, it was still tragic. I guess it didn't need to be anymore, but like Reed. But it could have been even. Reed hated him or like right. did not, she was, you know, and like she had just slept with Mark the right. last episode. And so I did love though, he was like, I'm a hot catch. Like yeah. she missed out and she did. Um, but it's sad because Bailey doesn't know, no one knows she's dead yet. And at the end, like when Bailey's looking for her, it just kind of ends with that. Yeah. Which is really sad. He never gets his dying wish. But Brie made a really good point. She said maybe he is getting his elevator scene like Izzy and George. Yeah. I'm gonna imagine that in a parallel universe that's, that's happening. Yes. I don't think she'd be dressed in army garb though. No. Or she, a pink prom dress, neither. No, maybe she would be some in low rise flare jeans. Something like that with <laughs> a uh sparkle top. <laughs> sequence. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Um, and then he dies, which death is weird. Yeah, I, and if you listen to our um, <laughs> uh, would our commentary. reaction commentary, I just, I was like, this scene is making me feel weird about death and <laughs> thinking about death and death is weird. And yeah, sometimes I go down like a rabbit hole. But like, I can't imagine being that young and knowing you're about to die. Like, maybe finding out you have a terminal illness and, like, coming to terms with it and knowing right. you're at that point. But, like, getting shot. You don't have and time. Then, yeah, and then realizing, like, I'm about to die would be so scary. Right. So scary. Yeah, and you would feel this, like, rush of, like, things you didn't do. and Yeah. Which, like, I think there's a perfect example of that in April and Chief's differences, which I yeah. want to talk about. But, yeah, it's how everyone sort of deals with it a little yeah. bit. And and Percy does, I feel like, accept it. He even tells Bailey, like, I know you didn't like me, but you were my favorite doctor. That's, like, yeah. his last words to Bailey, which, wow, Bailey is going to need some therapy. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It's poor really Mary, sad. too. Like, Mary didn't sign up for that. No. She comes back, too, in season mm-hmm. six, doesn't she? Seven. Seven, sorry. Yeah. Oh, wow, we are on season Yeah. Five. Does she die? Yeah. Oh, what a tragic life. I know. I know. <laughs> poor... Pizza sandwich Poor boy. Mary. Poor Mary. <laughs> um, okay, let's get into the big ones. Well, actually, before that, let's talk about Callie in Arizona. Okay. I know that happens chronologically after the Derek thing, but yeah. um, I did not remember how this went at all. Okay. Um, Callie is in the, I call it the anger stage of breakup grief, yeah. where she's like, just wants to hate the other person. Yeah. Because um, it's easier that way. Uh, 
But they're all trapped on the peds floor. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that it's like Callie's worst nightmare. Like she's annoyed by it, but yet she wants kids. It's just a funny dichotomy. Yeah. Um, they have them put all the kids in the same room. And then Gary Clark comes. And there are only children here. Yeah. I feel like the writing on that is like brilliant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She just, Arizona just repeats there are only children here over. While laying over a child who has appendicitis and her appendix has about burst. to rupture. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and Ka- and the whole time they're in there, Callie and Arizona are fighting. Mm-hmm. And they're fighting about, like, Arizona says she can't trust Callie because she falls in love with everything. And right. Callie, I don't, is mad. Callie at- says that she didn't try to think about having kids. Yes, yeah, right. And Callie, like, did the thing where she pretended, maybe I don't need them. And she, like, went through that thought process and she's saying Arizona didn't. Right. Um, and then this happens, and it's it's actually interesting because I feel like, I don't know why I would think this, but, like, Arizona's the one that freezes up. Mm. Like, she just repeats that and hugs the kid, and Callie gets up and gives Gary Clark some gauze mm-hmm. and tells him how to treat his wound and then is like, and now get out of here. Yeah. Like, um, which, like, I do believe Gary Clark was not there to hurt kids. I, yeah, I think he was just there. He needed help. Yeah, and 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 I feel like it's it's lucky, I guess, that Callie was the one to be there and to, like, give him whatever he needed in that moment. Um and then, so, like, that happens, and then you hear this, like, sweet moment where Callie is encouraging the little girl whose appendix is bursting that she's under the hands of the best doctor with the most magical smile, and everyone is lucky to be, like, if they're worked on by her and just, like, build her up, and I feel like it helps Arizona, like, move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of the end part, like, their end scene? I know you've seen it before, but... I think it's so sweet that both of them are able to say, like... I don't care about my shit. Like, I just want to be with you. I just love you. And then the other one's like, no, we will have kids. And they just come together. It's like, sometimes, sometimes like tragedy, like we'll find a way to make this work because you are more important than not being together. And sometimes it's not how life should be, but I think it was a really lovely ending for them in that moment. I really appreciate too that it wasn't just one of them. Callie said like, we're fine. I don't need kids. I need you. And then Arizona was like, no, we'll have 10. Right. And so then I think it really does then open the conversation, do they want kids? Right. You know, because right. both of them are like, I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> right, I right. just love you. Yeah. So. It was cute. Yeah. Little do they know, tragedy is just around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> is it Mark really Sloan. two seasons? What's that? Is it two seasons away? Until the plane crash? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's season eight. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, they have one season of not so much tragedy. Um... Yes, yeah, so I love that. I just, I really love that ending. I didn't know that that happened. I couldn't remember. Um, okay. Uh, Derek? Yeah. First of all, if you're feeling very sad, go on YouTube and search Derek Shepard shot Snapchat. Because you will find that someone filmed the scene oh, yeah. when Derek gets shot and put a Snapchat filter on it. And it makes it a lot less sad. Yeah. And if you need something to just bring you back to life after this, watch that. Yes. Um, I don't even know what to say about it. So Gary Clark finally finds Chief and he's running around and he doesn't recognize Gary at first. Fucking, I know. Derek. And then when he does, he's you can watch in his eyes and stuff that he's like putting together like, oh, oh this shit. is the shooter. Yeah. yeah. And he tries to humanize himself and also humanize Gary and like empathize with him. I know you're not a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, 
keep eye contact with him. And this so, is the first time we learned about Derek's dad and how right, he died. Right, and his dad died, um, was shot over a wash and like- Derek saw it happen? Yeah, and so and you can see Gary like put his gun down. He's like, pretty much, I came here for you. And then Derek oh. like talks him down while Christina and Meredith are watching, watching. This, this whole thing happen. And then April comes in on the bridge, onto the bridge, and Derek turns around and- Gary shoots. Yep, loses eye contact with Gary and he shoots him, which is just- It's not And then it's all fault. in slow motion. There's a yeah. song going on. It's the end of episode 23. Yeah, and uh, Christina is physically holding- or Meredith. Meredith back, yeah, um, which is like great friendship. Yeah. Um, she knows if she like yells or like, yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, God. Also, before that, I just want to take note that, like, right before that, actually, um, they they see, they learn that the gunman is after Derek, and Meredith, like, pushes Christina down to go, like, help him. And I said to Brie, I was laughing. I was like, I would need you to hold me back. And then she's like, I would. And I was like, but I would also punch you in the face. Yeah, and then... <laughs> like, Meredith shoves Christina. Like, yeah. And Abby's like, like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, cool. Um, so then... Well, then, should we talk about the April Chief thing now? No, we'll do it after. So Derek is shot. Gary Clark goes away. Yeah. Well, he tells April, he, which we'll talk about April's speech in a second. I don't want to get to that yet. But yeah. April runs away because Gary tells her to. And then um, it, the next thing we know, like, Christina's operating on Derek or trying. Well, and the reason Gary goes away is the SWAT team comes in. He yes, sees the SWAT team yeah. come. And so he runs away. Yep. Um, and he probably thinks Derek is dead enough, or he's going to be dead. Yep. Um, so Christina, Meredith, and April decide they need to, like, they get Derek into an OR. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to get him to Owen and Teddy. Yep. Like, Teddy will be able to save him. She's in the OR. But she's not in the fucking she's OR. She's gone. She's because gone. Because they left. So instead they find Jackson, um, which I loved April and, and Christina looking for them. Mm-hmm. And April's freaking out. And Christina's like, you need to calm down. Yeah. Um, so Jackson goes up and basically they're like, oh no, we're going to operate and you're going to do it. Yeah. And it's Christina. Um, so I love that she makes Meredith sit down. And yeah, then, it's like, you can't be in here, which for, for absolutely. Yeah, right. And she's too nervous. Like, and yeah. like, and then, um, and so April is charged with keeping her down. I love that Christina too is like, she really like turns into herself when she's operating and she's just like, fuck, it's a hard one. Like I wanted this to be an easy fix. It's not... Um, Jackson is like the perfect operating partner. Mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm. like he's like calm, yeah, cool, collected, collected hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then Owen busts back through, which Teddy blocks for him outside the hospital. It's a mastery move. Yeah, where she like do do she like jukes? Yeah, mm-hmm. she jukes him out. Well, and what she says too. To like, because Owen finds out that Christina's not out of the hospital yet, and. Um, beforehand when they were like moving a patient, she, Teddy was telling Owen, I think you love me and I think you love Christina and you have to choose. And then when Owen tried, she can see on Owen's face that he wants to get back in the hospital. She's like, it's okay to choose. And so he chooses Christina. But Abby and I were talking. Yeah. And if Teddy was in there, he'd probably choose Teddy. Yeah, he chooses whoever needs him in that moment. Right. Which is interesting. Yeah, he... Not that he's like addicted to the danger, but like he feel he's like a helper. Like yeah. I'm gonna go in there and I'm do what I can. I'm gonna save you. I'm gonna swoop you up. But right. Yeah. And so it's interesting, yeah, how that all works out. But so then he shows up. 
he goes into the room and sees Mayor and April sitting, and he's like, it's good that you're down there, but he notices something going on. He says he's going to check on Christina, and it's because Gary Clark is fucking in the operating room. Yep. Which, is there another entrance to it? I guess from the hallway. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and so he has the gun on Christina. He's telling her to stop. Um, it's really fucking scary. There's so She's much- just sobbing. Boki's in there. But Bo- yeah, when did Boki get there? Well, I bet Boki was one of the scrub nurses. Oh, that they had April yeah. grab. You're right, you're right. Yeah. God, Boki gets to be in the best episodes. Yeah, and Boki's still handing clamps over. Yeah, that's just- what I'm amazed by that like Gary Clark didn't hesitate. Like, yeah. Or that he did hesitate because they kept operating. Right. Um he should- But J- Jackson is the queen bee. Well, before even that happens, Mara comes in. Yeah, she comes in and Makes a valid argument. Yeah. Like, if you want them to hurt as bad as you do, shoot me. Like, Richard is, like, my father. Lexi is my sister. And Derek is my husband. Eye for an eye. Yep. And then he points the gun. And then Christina proclaims that she's pregnant, which no one else knows. And so right. everyone's looking around. And then Jackson does, like, the smart thing where... Take unplugs the heart monitors. Yeah, and then... Flatlines, but he really doesn't flatline. But Meredith thinks he flatlines. Yeah, and in the process, no one has gotten shot. Like, right. It's just, it's so intense. And then... And then Gary leaves. And then Gary leaves. Because he thinks that Derek, Derek is dead. And then they're like, beep, 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 boop, doo, doo. Yeah. And then poor Mayor has to think Derek died. He's alive. Now go... My favorite line is Christina saying, like, what does she say? Go, <laughs> go fix... Like, I'm trying to fix your guy, like... Go fix mine. Yeah, something like that. It's it's powerful. Luckily, Owens is in and out. You'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Christina saves Derek, which is, like, so great. But it's like while her- Meredith is trying to save or make sure Owen is okay, she has a miscarriage. Yeah, and she's, like, operating while it's happening. Yeah. Because April's like, why is there blood between your thighs? Like, did you get shot? Like, maybe you're in shock. And she's like, I know I'm having a miscarriage, which is just so sad. Does she eventually tell Derek? Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's rough. It's not great. Not a fan. No. (laughs) Any of this. Um, Okay, so then... That's all happening. I'm glad Owens, I didn't realize his was so in and out. Like, yeah, literally, yeah. they're like, he, and even him is like, I'm fine. Yeah, like, get, <laughs> on and get out of here. Yeah. Um, okay, so then, meanwhile, outside the hospital, poor Richard is having just the best day in the beginning. He's six months sober. Yeah, with He this, got breakfast. Except for that waitress who's just like, you can't, you can't pay with that. No fucking shit. <laughs> like, I'm just playing with it. Yeah. I'm just playing with it. He arrives to his hospital. He, like us, is confused what his role is there. He's yes. not chief, but he is chief. But this is my hospital. Yep. Yeah. And he jukes the guy. Yeah. <laughs> gets in the hospital. Um, fuck it. That scene. He walks into the football stadium. It's like a tunnel. Huge tunnel. Yeah. And he's walking in with his trench coat and his yeah. fuzzy. He's golf about to shirt. walk into the stadium and then I'll go like, woo! <laughs> Uh, he finds Gary Clark right away. SWAT team couldn't find him, but don't worry. Yeah. Like, literally, what was the SWAT team doing? <laughs> like, they were clearing floors. Oh. They were getting people out. They are. They need to train. Why were there only five people in there? I don't know. There should have been a hundred. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, <laughs> Richard meets Gary. And maybe this is a good time to bring up the difference yes. between the two speeches. So, w- one thing that I really noticed and loved is the difference between... Richard's speech to Gary when he he could be shot and April's speech. Because mm-hmm. Brie was kind of talking about who, who oh, you're talking about like someone else where you're like it 
would be hard to know, maybe Percy, when you were like, it would be hard to like know you're young and like you have all this yeah, Percy. happening. Okay, so I'm going to read you guys because I just love this and I like to think it's on purpose that it was done this way. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah, so April's speech to Miss, to Gary Clark is my name, my na- I'm not going to read this like I'm acting because I'm not. My name, my name is April Kepner. I'm 28 years old and I was born on April 23rd in Ohio. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. My mom, my mom is a teacher. My dad is a farmer. Corn, corn, he grows corn. Their, their names are Karen and Joe. I have three sisters. Libby's the oldest. I'm next. And then there's Kimmy and Alice. I haven't done anything yet. I haven't. I've barely lived. I'm not finished yet. No one's loved me yet. Please, please. I'm someone's child. I'm a person. I'm a person. Oh, uh, the part where I'm someone's child and yeah. no one's loved me yet. No one's loved me yet. And oh. it's like really hard. And, and also knowing like who April is and then with the whole Jackson thing and like losing her virginity. Right. Like, uh, no, yeah, no one's loved her yet. Yeah. Like she hasn't had that. She's barely lived. And and I love that she says she heard that from Oprah. That yeah. you need to like humanize um, yourself. Yep, yep. Which she does such a good job of. Yeah. I um yeah. So it's incredible. We also learned quite a bit about her. Um in retrospect, when the gun is pointed at Richard and he is talking to to Gary and giving him basically like the ultimatum. You have one bullet left. It's for me or you. He says, oh, I just love this. He goes, so you have a choice to make, me or you, a life in prison or an afterlife with your wife. See, I've lived. I mean, I've really, really lived. I've failed. I've been devastated. I've been broken. I've gone to hell and back. And I've also known joy and passion. And I've had a great love. See, death for me is not justice. It's the end of a beautiful journey. And I'm not afraid to die. The question is, are you, are, is a life in prison or an afterlife with your life? Me or you, you, your choice. I just love that, like, the difference in age, I think, maybe, too, yeah. is that, like, Richard is prepared in that moment to protect others or do whatever he needs to. He's willing to die. Right. He's sober now. He has Adele. Like, his life is back on track. He's done a lot um, versus April, who's well, so but young. What I wonder is when he said, I've had a great love, does he mean Ellis or Adele? I know he only says one. Yeah. He doesn't say loves a... Yeah. Mm. I still, I like to think in that moment it's Adele. It's Adele, yeah. Just because I hope, just, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, because I feel like, well, I guess Alice did love him back, but anyways. Um, so that is really sad. It's also interesting, too, because, um, I'm not trying to bring up a weird conversation, but, like, April, who is super religious, will learn, which we didn't know that yet. That hasn't come up. Right. Um, so I wonder if it had been written into her character or not yet. Um, but she's, she's not ready. And so she like, and she hasn't lived. And I just love that, like the thing. And ultimately Gary doesn't shoot either of them. Right. Like with both arguments or whatever. Um, Speeches and yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was really good writing. And Shauna wrote this episode. So. Oh, she did? She did. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was great writing. And like you said, I think it was purposeful that they did like a young April and then an older Richard. Yeah. It's also, I'm so excited to watch season seven and how April is now integrated because she's lived so much life now with Mare and Christina right, and Jackson. Right, Like, I feel like this season she's been an outlier. And now, and now she, like, played a very huge role in this episode. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, um, should we talk about our five little, like, shocking moments? Yes. It's hard to rate these because we've seen this before. Right. But we're trying to remember what the first time we watched it. Number one, read. It just comes, like we said, it was eight minutes and 27 seconds in. That's so fast. Yeah, and like when we were thinking of Gary Clark, we talked about this in the last few weeks. 
if you had never seen this, you empathize with him. Right. And you think he's this, like, Birdman, sad character. Yes. Like, you his don't... wife died, and we didn't want her to die. And he's then, not me, and he's and not... That, yeah. Yeah, and then shoot cold blank in yeah. between the eyes. Yeah, super scary. You don't see it coming. I wish I could go back and watch that for the first time. And not because, know, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um... Bailey, be, Bailey being pulled out from under the bed. We've talked about this in previous episodes, just like referenced it sometimes. It's just so scary. It is one of the scariest moments. Yeah, it's like what I don't ever want to happen. Um, Gary in the OR with Christina, because again, Owen is talking and you don't know what's happening. You're kind of like Meredith in the dark. Right. Um, that part's super scary. Arizona's line repeated over and over. Yeah. Um, and There then, are only children here. Yeah, yeah. And then lastly, we have Karev talking to Izzy. Yeah, like, you don't really expect to hear him calling out for his ex-wife. Like, because we thought we kind of wrapped up that storyline. Right. And it's so scary and vulnerable what happens and, like, crisis and when you're not really quite there and, like, trauma and... Yeah. And he just wants Izzy. Yeah. And, and I think it's important that Lexi, like, goes along with it. Yes. Which, doesn't Lexi do that for someone else? In an earlier Maybe season. a patient. Yeah, like a patient. Yeah. I feel like there's something she does She that. might. Um, but yeah, I love that she doesn't be like, no, it's Lexi. Like, she yeah. just is like, I won't leave you. I'm never leaving. Yeah. Um, I'll be interested. Don't tell me, because I don't really remember, like, what Alex is like. I feel like he's not going to be all lovey-dovey to Lexi when he wakes up. Like, I don't think so either, but I know He can't be a duck happens, anymore. I won't tell you. Should um, we do notes and trivia? Sure. Okay. I'll do Sanctuary. Yep. Okay. This episode's title originated from the song Sanctuary, originally sung by Iron Maiden. This episode scored 13.93 million viewers. During Meredith and Christina's talk about Christina being Meredith's child's godmother, Christina asks, if you and Derek are in a plane crash and die, the kid is mine. Two seasons later, Meredith and Derek have a near-death experience when they are in a plane crash along with Christina, Arizona, and Mark, who dies in the hospital, and Lexi, who dies after being crushed by a piece of the plane. So oh. Thank you. What season? Uh, or just seven. It said two seasons. Uh, two seasons later. Okay, so that, eight. Yeah. Um, the gun held by Gary Clark was a real gun. I, Only I modified to be safer. That's scary. Um, Sarah Drew, who plays April, tweeted that this episode, along with Death and All of His Friends, was her favorite season six episode to film. She also stated in an interview that she didn't like that April got shot, that April got Derek shot, as fans of the show disliked ah. her character already for having a crush on Derek. Interesting. Originally, Shonda Rhimes wrote in the script that Bailey got shot. However, she changed this because she felt really bad about it as she felt like Bailey is the soul of the show. Oh, oh my she God. she is. The cafe where Richard is having breakfast is called Rhymes Cafe, <laughs> which is most likely a reference to the name of the creator of the show, Shonda Rhimes. Teddy Altman is the only surgeon who did not see the shooter. I have that note, too. Interesting. Um, when in lockdown on the Pete's floor, Arizona says she'll trust Callie when Callie does things that convince her she's different. Different from George O'Malley, Erica Hahn, Mark Sloan, the girl at the coffee cart. Um, uh, retrospectively, this is ironic because three seasons later, Arizona is swooned by Lauren Boswell at a coffee cart. While Callie has never been shown to fall for anyone at a coffee cart. <laughs> um, the ep episode was ranked number seven on Huffington Post, the most nine or nine most devastating episodes in recent TV history. Wow. Ooh, we got a goof. 
April normally should have seen from the chief's office that Derek was at gunpoint. Correction. It is possible that April was on the floor and didn't notice Derek until the gun was lowered or that the blinds were closed and she couldn't see them, but ran out after she heard them talking. The shooting happened on a Tuesday as Ben Warren was out golfing. (laughs) How dare he? Yeah, and goof. When Derek pages Meredith to his office to say hello, she reminds him she trolls for cases every Tuesday night and got to do an extraction with Shadow Shepherd. Meredith's comment implies it's now Wednesday morning, which contradicts the storyline of Bailey's struggle with Warren golfing as he did every Tuesday morning while the hospital was being terrorized. The Grey Matter blog post for this episode was combined with one for the next episode. Jesus, that was a lot. Wow, you had a lot. I don't have that many because some of them are repeats. Uh, The song title originated from the song Death and All His Friends. Coldplay. Yeah, originally sung by Coldplay. Episode scored 16.1. That's way more. Three million more. The season six DVD box set, we need to watch this, includes an extended cut of the episode, which is an hour long. It features 18 minutes of extra scenes, including Callie singing to Ruby. Of course, Callie (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Oh, shit. Foreshadowing. Ruby being put in an ambulance with her parents and Lexi getting thrown out of the ambulance and Mark staying with her. Getting thrown out? What? Oh, because probably she couldn't go with crap. Oh, probably, yeah. The gun held by Gary Clark. It's the note about it being a real gun. And Shonda... Yeah, Shonda Rhimes revealed in a blog post that she considered Jackson and April to be a part of the tribe from the episodes on. Um, And Teddy Altman is the only one who has not seen the shooter. Wow. All right. Are we ready to rate it? Yeah, which I feel... I feel, I give it a 10. I give it a 10, too. Yeah, I was going to say 10 scalpels, easy. Yeah, so it had GGBs. It had, like, good storyline. It was terrifying. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely not going to give the Catherine Fox Award to Gary. (laughs) No. I'm not. You were going to say Altman? I was almost going to say Gary Altman. (laughs) Why? Gary Oldman. (laughs) The actor who plays Sirius Black in the Harry Potter series. I don't know. I have no idea why. That got weird. Um... Who is there? There might be a lot. Yeah, let's just so like run Bailey's through. one of them. Oh yeah, Bailey for sure. Uh, Richard Weber. Yeah. Um, Christina. Not the SWAT team. Yeah, Christina. Christina. Um, so many. I feel like those might be the three top. The, like yeah, big ones. Avery. Yeah, Avery for pulling doing that thing because he yeah. knew Meredith was gonna freak out when he right. did that. Um, Boki. Just clamp. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they all, anyone who assisted yes. and pulled themselves together, and even those who didn't. Honestly, right. just any. Marge, you cannot podcast. This is not about you. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't even know. Lexi for, like, Mark. Right, yeah. I mean, all of them. Yeah. So, but I would say my favorite to think about is Bailey. I feel like she had the most, like, she had to really do, like, a self thing yeah. there. I think so, too. So. Well, um, this has been well, rough. This has been rough. Thank you so much for listening for six seasons. Six? Oh, that was hard. Oh, my feet. Come here. I hope you heard that, listeners. Oh, come here, sweet pea. She's fine. Um, yeah, I am so appreciative of all of you for listening. It's been a good, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Um, lucky for you, we're not taking a break before season seven. Yeah, we're going to jump so right back in. So you will have an episode next week. 
Um, we're just so grateful. Again, visit Patreon. Um, we will be having some more co-hosts on for season seven. Yeah. Oh, a big news. Um, everyone needs to remember that season seven holds the musical episode. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to be a part of that, now's a good time. We have some ideas for what we're going to do. So now's a good time to become a patron because you could be included in that Episode. Yeah, I'm just gonna straight up say if you have thoughts about it, you gotta be a patron. Yes. Because we we want we're gonna do a big event for yes. this. And so um please become a patron for this season, if not longer. Um yeah, it's a it's a good one coming. Yeah. Up. And we we hope to finish it by like Christmas. Yes. Oh my god. I can't believe it. It is summer. I can't imagine being cold when I'm literally <laughs> dripping sweat right now down my butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, um, we love you all so much. Thank you for being with us. Marge is sitting right by the <laughs> microphone. I'm going to take a picture. I'll post it to it. Oh, she put her paw on the thing. Oh, this is adorable. Oh, take our picture. We're taking our picture, everyone. Oh, this is cute. Uh, thank you so much. We love you. And time of death is 2105. Beep. Beep.